0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles Daily Reading Conference Call. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles Original Edition, published by our dear friends, The Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of Original Edition by going to jcim.net, or if you the also to- at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read A Course in Miracles OE. Also at that website, there's a tab called Lesson Sign-Up, where you can sign up to receive an excellent daily email that includes both the reading for the day as well as the lesson for the day. My name is Lori Cameron. This call is Monday through Friday from 9.15 to about 11 a.m. Eastern, and today we are continuing our reading of Chapter 11, God's Plan for Salvation, with Section 9, Reality and Redemption. We're also mindful of our lesson today lesson 132 I lose the world from all I thought it was and by way of opening this morning uh, it came instantly to me uh, the perfect poem from, for the day it's a poem from Hafiz called I have come into this world to see this i've come into this world to see this the sword dropped from men's hands even at the height of their arc of anger because we have finally realized there is just one flesh to wound and it is his the christ our beloved i've come into the world to see this all creatures hold hands as we pass through this miraculous existence we share on the way to an even greater being of soul a being of just ecstatic light, forever entwined and at play with him. I have come into this world to hear this. Every song the earth has sung since it was conceived in the Divine's womb and began spinning from his wish, every song of wing and fin and hoof, every song by hill and field and tree and woman and child, every song of stream and rock, every song of tool and lyre and flute, Every song of gold and emerald and fire, every song that the heart could cry with magnificent dignity to know itself as God. For all other knowledge will leave us again in want and aching. Only imbibing the glorious sun will complete us. I have come into this world to experience this. Men so true to love they would rather die before speaking an unkind word. Men so true their lives are his covenant, the promise of hope. I have come into this world to see this. The sword dropped from men's hands, even at the height of their arc of rage, because we have finally realized there is just one flesh we can wound. Wish the world from all I thought it was. Amen. Thank you, wow. Lori. That was Thank perfect. you, Lori. Yeah, what a glorious poem, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, my friends. Here's our reading list today. We have Lemoyne, Fran, Donna, Robin Bree, Karen, and Reverend Regent. Has anyone else joined us since we began? Not yet. Okay. We'll see who comes along as we go along then. In Chapter 11, God's Plan for Salvation, Section 9, Reality and Redemption, beginning with paragraph 77. Do you really believe that you can kill the Son of God? The father has hidden his son safely within himself and kept him far away from your destructive thoughts. But you know neither the father nor the son because of them. You attack the real world every day and every hour and every minute, and yet you are surprised that you cannot see it. If you seek love in order to attack it, you will never find it. For if love is sharing, how can you find it except through itself offer it and it will come to you because it is drawn to itself but offer attack and it will remain hidden for it can live only in peace oh okay
1: all right, uh, God's plan for salvation, section nine. Reality and redemption. Do you really believe that you can kill the Son of God? The Father has hidden his Son safely within himself and kept him far away from your destructive thoughts. But you know neither the fa- Father Excuse me, But you know neither the Father nor the Son because of them. You attack the real world every day and every hour and every minute, and yet you are surprised you cannot see it. If you seek love in order to attack it, you will never find it. For if love is sharing, how can you find it except through itself? Offer it and it will come to you because it is drawn to itself. But offer attack and it will remain hidden, for it can live only in peace. God's Son is as safe as his Father, for the Son knows his Father's protection and cannot fear. His Father's love holds him in perfect peace. And needing nothing, he asks for nothing. Yet he is far from you whose self he is, for you chose to attack him, and he disappeared from your sight into his father. He did not change, but you did, for a split mind and all its works were not created by the father and could not live in the knowledge of him."
0: Thank you, Lemoyne. And Fran. 78. God's son is as safe as his father, for the son knows his father's protection and cannot fear. His father's love holds him in perfect peace and needing nothing, he asks for nothing. Yet he is far from you whose self he is, for you chose to attack him and he disappeared from your sight. Into his Father. He did not change, but you did. For a split mind and all its works were not created by the Father and could not live in the knowledge of him. 79. When you made what is not true visible, what is true became invisible. Yet it cannot be invisible in itself, for the Holy Spirit sees it with perfect clarity. It is invisible to you because you are looking at something else. Yet it is no more up to you to decide what is visible and what is invisible than it is up to you to decide what reality is. What can be seen is what the Holy Spirit sees. The definition of reality is God's, not yours. He created it and he knows what it is. You who knew have forgotten. And unless He had given you a way to remember, you would have condemned yourselves to oblivion. Thank you, Fran and
2: Donna. 79. When you made what is not true visible, what is true became invisible, yet it cannot be invisible in itself. For the Holy Spirit sees it with perfect clarity. It is invisible to you because you are looking at something else. Yet it is no more up to you to decide what is visible and what is invisible than it is up to you to decide what reality is. What can be seen is what the Holy Spirit sees. The definition of reality is God's, not yours. He created it, and he knows what it is. You who have forgotten, you who knew have forgotten, and unless he had given you a way to remember, you would have condemned yourself to oblivion. 80. Because of your father's love, you can never forget him, for no one can forget what God himself placed in his memory. You can deny it, but you cannot lose it. A voice will answer every question you ask, and a vision will correct the perception of everything you see. For what you have made invisible is the only perception of everything you see. For what you have made invisible is the only truth, and what you have not heard is the only answer. God would reunite you with yourself and did not abandon you in your seeming distress. You are waiting only for him and do not know it. Yet, his memory his memory shines in your minds and cannot be obliterated. It is no more past than future, being forever, always.
0: Thank you, Donna, and from Bree.
3: Because of your father's love, you can never forget him, for no one can forget what God Himself placed in His memory. You can
0: deny it, but you cannot lose it. A voice will answer every question you ask, and a vision will correct the perception of everything you see. For what you have made invisible, is the only truth, and what you have not
3: heard is the only answer. God would reunite you with yourself and did not abandon you in your seeming
0: distress. You are waiting only for him and do not know it. Yet his memory shines in your minds and cannot be obliterated. It is no more past than future, being forever always 81 you have but to ask for this memory and you will remember yet the memory of god cannot shine in a mind which has made it invisible and wants to keep it so for the memory of god can dawn only in a mind that wills to remember and that has relinquished the insane desire to control reality You who cannot even control yourself should hardly aspire to control the universe. But look upon what you have made of it, and rejoice that it is not so. Son of God, be not content with nothing. What is not real cannot be seen and has no value. God could not offer his son what has no value, nor could his son receive it. You were redeemed the instant you thought
4: you had deserted him.
0: Thank you, Robin Bree and Karen.
5: Um, going back one sentence, yet his memory shines in your mind and cannot be obliterated. It is no more past than future being forever always 81 you have but to ask for this memory and you will remember yet the memory of God cannot shine in a mind which has made it invisible and wants to keep it so for the memory of God can dawn only in a mind that wills to remember and and that has relinquished the insane desire to control reality. You who cannot even control yourselves should hardly aspire to control the universe. But look upon what you have made of it and rejoice that it is not so. Son of God, be not content with nothing. What is not real cannot be seen and has no value. God could not offer his Son. What has no value, nor could his son receive it. You were redeemed the instant you thought you had deserted him. 82. Everything you made has never been and is invisible because the Holy Spirit does not see it. Yet what he does see is yours to behold. And through his vision, your perception is healed. You have made the invisible the only truth that this world holds. Valuing nothing, you have sought nothing and found nothing. By making nothing real to you, you have seen it, but it is not there. And Christ is invisible to you because of what you have made visible to yourselves. Yet it does not matter how much distance you have tried to interpose between your awareness and truth. God's God's Son can be seen because His vision is shared. The Holy Spirit looks upon Him and sees nothing else in you. What is invisible to you is perfect in His sight and encompasses all of it. He has remembered you because he forgot not the Father. Thank
6: you,
0: Karen. And Reverend Regis.
6: Yes, okay. Thank you. 82. Hold on. Let me get to another spot. Okay. Everything you made has never been and is invisible because the Holy Spirit does not see it. Yet what he does see is yours to behold. And through his vision, your perception is healed. You have made the invisible the only truth that this world holds. Valuing nothing, you have sought nothing and found nothing. By making nothing real to you, you have seen it. But it is not there. And Christ is invisible to you because of what you have made visible to yourselves. Yet it does not matter how much distance you have tried to interpose between your awareness and truth. God's Son can be seen because his vision is shared. The Holy Spirit looks upon him and sees nothing else in you. What is invisible to you is perfect in his sight and encompasses all of it. He has remembered you because he forgot not the Father. Day three, you looked upon the unreal and found despair. Yet by seeking the unreal, What else could you find? The unreal world is a thing of despair, for it can never be. And you who share God's being with him could never be content without reality. What God did not give you has no power over you. And the attraction of love from love remains irresistible. For it is the function of love to unite all things unto itself and to hold all things together by extending its wholeness.
0: Thank you, Reverend Aja. And would there be a new reader for 83 and 84?
3: This is Jessica, mm-hmm. and I can read. Oops. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Jessica.
3: And... Okay. All right.
4: Thanks. Okay. I'll okay. after.
3: Okay. Hey, I saw you there. Thank you.
4: hmm Go ahead. Okay.
3: 83. You looked upon the unreal and found despair. Yet by seeking the unreal, what else could you find? The unreal world is a thing of despair, for it can never be. And you who share God's being with him could never be content without reality. What God did not give you has no power over you. And the attraction of love for love remains irresistible for it is the function of love to unite all things unto itself and to hold all things together by extending its wholeness 84 the real world was given you by God in loving exchange for the world you made and which you see but take it from the hand of Christ and look upon it. Its reality will make everything else invisible, for beholding it is total perception. And as you look upon it, you will remember that it was always so. Nothingness will become invisible, for you will at last have seen truly. Redeemed Perception is easily translated into knowledge for only perception is capable of error and perception has never been being corrected it gives place to knowledge which is forever the only reality the atonement is but the way back to what was never lost your father could not cease to love Amen.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Jessica. And
4: Sandra. Thank you. The real world was given you by God in loving exchange for the world you made and which you see. But take it from the hand of Christ and look upon it. Its reality will make everything else invisible, for beholding it is total perception. And as you look upon it, you will remember that it was always so. Nothingness will become invisible for you. Uh, Sorry. Nothingness will become invisible for you will at least have seen truly. Redeemed perception is easily translated. Redeemed perception. I'm sorry, I just lost my place. (laughs) Um... Redeemed perception is easily translated into knowledge for only perception is capable of error and perception has never been. Being corrected, it gives place to knowledge which is forever the only reality. The atonement is but the way back to what was never lost. Your father could not cease to love his son. Yay. Amen.
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yay indeed. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Sandra, and thank you, everyone who read. Oh, what a beautiful section, especially in light of today's lesson, huh? And so I can touch a few few really special places here. Starting with that first paragraph. If love is sharing, how can you find it except through itself? offer it and it will come to you because it is drawn to itself but offer attack and it will remain hidden for it can live only in peace in 78 God's son is as safe as his father for the son knows his father's protection and cannot fear his father's love holds him in perfect peace and needing nothing he asks for nothing he did not change but you did for a split mind and all its works were not created by the father and could not live in the knowledge of him in 79 what can be seen what can be seen is what the Holy Spirit sees the definition of reality is God's not yours he created it and he knows what it is in 80, because of your father's love, you can never forget him. For no one can forget what God himself placed in his memory. You can deny it, but you cannot lose it. A voice, capital voice, will answer every question you ask. And a capital vision will correct all perception of everything you see. For what you've made invisible is the only truth. And what you have not heard is the only answer. God would reunite you with yourself and did not abandon you in your seeming distress. You are waiting only for him and do not know it. Yet his memory shines in your minds and cannot be obliterated. It is no more past than future, being forever always. You have but to ask for this memory and you will remember. For the memory of God can dawn only on a mind that wills to remember and that has relinquished the insane desire to control reality. What is not real cannot be seen and has no value. God could not offer his son what has no value, nor could his son receive it. You were redeemed the instant you thought you had deserted him. 82. Everything you made has never been and is invisible because the Holy Spirit does not see it. Yet what he does see is yours to behold, and through his vision, your perception is healed. Christ is invisible to you because of what you have made visible to yourselves. Yet... It does not matter how much distance you have tried to interpose between your awareness and truth. God's Son can be seen because His vision is shared. The Holy Spirit looks upon Him and sees nothing else in you. In 83, the unreal world is a thing of despair, for it can never be. And you, who share God's being with Him, could never be content without reality. What God did not give you has no power over you, and the attraction of love for love remains irresistible, for it is the function of love to unite all things unto itself and to hold all things together by extending its wholeness. And finally, the real world was given you by God in loving exchange. For the world you made in which you see but take it from the hand of Christ and look upon it its reality will make everything else invisible for beholding it is total perception as you look upon it you will remember that it was always so nothingness will become invisible for you will have at last seen truly Redeemed perception is easily translated into knowledge, for only perception is capable of error, and perception has never been. Being corrected, it gives place to knowledge, which is forever the only reality. The atonement is but the way back to what was never lost. Your father could not cease to love his son. Amen. What a totality. And the floor is open. Oh, thanks for that. That was great. Thank you. Thank you, Lori.
3: Thank you.
5: Good morning, it's Karen. I, guess I could jump in. Um, as you know, yesterday my daughter went to court, and in my worldly view, I thought such and such, blah blah blah, was going to happen, should happen, and all of that. But in my meditation this morning, um, I saw her standing in court, and and the other side was saying all well, these really horrible things about her, and and attacking her, and saying, total lies, you know, like that she's using drugs, and that she's a divorce attorney, which she isn't, she's a tax attorney, I mean, just nonsense, let's just say nonsense, and it was as if in meditation this morning, the real world rose up, because she was just standing in light, because of all the prayers from everyone, from all my spiritual families there was this light and this light just was so bright and you know there's only one intention and that's protecting the baby but you know there's all this worldly nonsense that if she was engaged in it to defend herself she would be a part of but she wasn't a part of it in the meditation i just saw that she was in this light and the light just was very, very bright. and Her lawyer was in the light. and They weren't saying anything. They were just waiting. And the judge got in the light and the whole room became filled with light. And the other side became filled with light. And it was just love and a call for love. And there was nothing but light and holiness. Everything else was dissolving. The world was dissolving. The perception of all of the separation, all of the attack, All of the private world reality, all of the uh, fear thoughts and guilt thoughts and fact thoughts, everything was dissolving in this holiness of the real world. If If she looked at the situation and believed in the unreal, gave her power to the unreal, then she would have been in despair but she wasn't, she wasn't, she was so protected by all the prayers and all the love and all the light. And me at first, I thought, well, nothing came of it. And, you know, it's just, but then, in retrospect, I thought, so much has come of it. To be able to see something in a purified form, like if this is the world we live in, the false world we live in, and we are it's a macrocosm It's a symbol for being um, in our Holy Christ minds. And if we stand in the truth of the Christ mind and that light goes out, it blesses and heals everything. Everything becomes one. It's just oneness. There is no other side. We're all in the source together, the source of the truth and the source of love. And... There's no slipping into the insanity of it all and the fear of it all and the reactions in it. The real world was given you by God in loving exchange for the world you made and which you see. But take it from the hand of Christ and look upon it. Its reality will make everything else invisible for beholding it is total perception and nothingness will become invisible. Redeemed perception, redeemed perception is just letting the whole, the whole story, the whole drama dissolve into the light of the love of God. There's nothing else. Now, on the first line, I think, of the lesson today, it talks about what we give our belief to, we empower. You know, do I want to empower this world of insanity? Or do I want to give my power to love and only love? Everything is love or call for love. Everything else can dissolve away. I will stand in this Christ-light moment of the holy instant. And I will give my power to only this belief and not uphold the false perception of my private reality with my past reference points and all the other witnesses that my mind, my ego mind has conjured. It's conjured a, a whole world of illusions. Um, you have but to ask for this memory, and you will remember. God cannot shine in a mind which has been made, which has made it invisible and wants to keep it so, for the memory of God can dawn only in a mind that wills to remember, and has, that has relinquished the insane desire to control reality. Um, almost 40 years ago, I went to a meditation class, and I thought it was just going to be transcendental meditation, and it turned out that everybody was talking about Jesus. And I was just going along with it because I didn't want to stand out, and I didn't know how to run away in a moment. But on some level, because I stayed for the whole thing, um, I had a willingness to remember and the Holy Spirit came upon me, and the world of all my illusions was dissolved, and I felt the light of Christ because of willingness. You have to ask for the memory, and you will remember. It cannot shine on the mind that has made, which wants to keep it invisible. So, for that one, one hour of that whole day, or one 10th of a second in that whole day, there was a crack in the ego and the Holy Spirit came in, rushed in and made truth visible um, and changed my whole life in that moment. And I don't know, but I think that's what, if we stand for the truth, that crack can happen to others and their worlds can dissolve away. You know, my daughter was feeling... Um, like everything, it's just going to be like chemo, you know. She had her first treatment yesterday, and the chemo's going to have to go on because this thing is not going to get healed instantly. She's going to have to keep dealing with it. But she felt it was like a, a disappointment or a defeat because nothing was resolved, and, and scary things are on the table. But the truth is, um, it was such a grace. It was such a grace to stand in the light, be invulnerable. And, you know, if, it, if this thing has to be repeated over and over, the strength and the and the holiness that will be gained from it, the blessing and the healing for the other people involved will will continue as well. We don't know how great is God's plan. You know, it didn't turn out anything like what I thought it would, but that's perfect because... What my ego can come up with is nonsense based on a false world. Um, I'm sorry to go on and on so long. Thank you, I'm complete. Oh gosh,
0: Karen, I just enjoyed every
6: bit of that. Thank wow. you. So Thank much. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Karen.
3: Thank you, Karen. <clears throat> I
5: just um, want to thank everyone because by sharing it, I know it's getting stronger and stronger in my mind that I'm empowering the beliefs of truth instead of you know, just holding it inside myself by putting it out there. And I'm so grateful for the Course. I'm so grateful for Jesus to have cleared my mind of all the uh, insanity and chaos and complexity, and falsehood. I mean, it's like the light is dawning, and I am so, so grateful. I'm grateful to everyone here for holding the space that we share. It's just, it is truly a miracle to step into the light and complete.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Waves (laughs) of goosebumps. (laughs) Just beautiful.
4: Thank you. Thanks so much, Karen. You know, it it's like you're this is Sandra and you're you're just being a shining example of loosing the world from all you thought it was and choosing your own reality instead. Your reality that's based in love and light. I I <laughs> you know, it's so easy to get caught up in this dark world that is that is so upside down but it's but it's the it's it appears to be the majority at this point and and i know i because of that i question myself a lot but this is this you know your example and and you know i can i can create my own reality instead that's based in the way God sees me and sees the rest of the world, which is innocent, and therefore just put a light around everything and trust and rely on God, on the Christ within all of life, and know that you know it could, I, <clears throat> i'm i was I'm a product of this world as well as well, I'm not so much a product of this world anymore, but I used to be. And, um, you know, letting all that go and choosing and and knowing that I have the power to, to choose a different reality, one that's based in God's truth, in God's laws, not in human laws. A world that's based in God's laws, not in human laws. Oh, I look forward to, to when that's complete. And um, oh yeah, and I'm yeah. as complete as I can be right now. But I know there's more to come. <laughs> I'm, I'm complete.
0: Love that. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you.
5: Thank you, Sandra. You could, we give each other strength. We're strengthening yeah. one another by holding this.
3: Yeah. Your story helps us all and builds, <clears throat>
0: builds that ability to offer that little willingness
4: that the Holy Spirit can
0: expand our awareness of how he works and give that light to us every second I just thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Bless you, Robin Marie. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Well, and together you ladies have um, given us a perfect segue into our lesson this morning. It was the world from all I thought it was. So, Fran, um, uh, please lead our reflection again. And thank you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. We are still in the first part of the workbook, and today we are in lesson 132. I Lose the World from All I Thought It Was. So I shall read some from, and then we'll do our five-minute practice on the lesson. I this the world from all I thought it was. What keeps the world in chains but your beliefs? And what can save the world except your true self? A madman thinks the world he sees is real and does not doubt it. Nor can he be swayed by questioning his thoughts' effects. It is but when their source is raised to question that the hope of freedom comes to him at last. Yet it is salvation easily achieved for anyone is free to change his mind and all his thoughts change with it. You have enslaved the world with all your fears. Death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thought of death within your mind. Perhaps you think you did not make the world but came unwillingly to what was made already, hardly waiting for your thoughts to give it meaning. Ideas leave not their source. This central theme is often stated in the text and must be borne in mind if you would understand the lesson for today. There is no world. This is the central thought the Course attempts to teach. Not everyone is ready to accept it. But healing is the gift of those who are prepared to learn there is no world and can accept the lesson now. Today's idea is true because the world does not exist. A lesson earlier repeated once must now be stressed again for it contains the firm foundation for today's idea. You are as God created you. What is the lesson for today except another way of saying that to know yourself is the salvation of the world? Yet if you are as God created you, you cannot think apart from him nor make what does not share his timelessness and love. If you are real, the world you see is false for God's creation is unlike the world in every way. Release the world. Your real creations wait for this release to give you fatherhood, not of illusions, but as God and truth. Today, our purpose is to free the world from all the idle thoughts we ever held about it and about all living things we see upon it. They cannot be there no more than we. Begin the 15-minute periods in which we practice twice today with this. I, who remain as God created me, would lose the world from all I thought it was. For I am real, because the world is not, and I would know my own reality. Then merely rest, alert, but with no strain, and let your mind in quietness be changed so that the world is freed along with you. Throughout the day, increase the freedom sent through your ideas to all the world, and say whenever you are tempted to deny the power of your simple change of mind, I lose the world from all I thought it was and choose my own reality instead. We'll take to our five-minute practice Lesson 132, I lose the world from all I thought it was. What keeps the world in chains but your beliefs? And what can save the world except your true self? Lesson 132 I lose the world from all I thought it was. Amen. Oh, Amen. Thank you, Fran. <laughs>
4: Well good morning again, this is sandra and um, you know it's, it's it's a It's such a relief and a relief to loose the world of all I thought it was because you know my my vision of the world was that it was a world based in slavery and exploitation and exploitation and more exploitation. And I'm so happy to be able to loose that, to get rid of that perception and create a new one based on the laws of God, based on how God's... Well, I'm being told from this book that God doesn't even see this world. But based on the Christ, Christ within... And the Christ that is the potential of this world, a world based in absolute non-judgment and acceptance of the Christ within all, most importantly the Christ within myself, accepting that that's true, that that's the truth of who I am, not not, not how the world defined who I was. And that is such a relief and <laughs> such a relief. So it's my, my privilege today to loose the world of all I thought it was and create a new world based in, based in God's plan for salvation. <sighs> I'm complete.
0: That's beautiful, Sandra. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Sandra.
4: Thank you.
0: Hi, good morning, everyone. It's Jude. I so share your gladness, Sandra. The... um, you know, reading in the course of reality is of God and how it describes what is reality and, and what is real about us, that my reality is spirit and that my reality is my one mind with God. Now, that's the magnitude of that idea, that I am consciousness itself. I am awareness itself, with a capital I, itself, one with it, without distinction, without difference, without any separation, and that everything that I see that I can look upon with my eyes, yes, even my body's eyes, is an idea in the mind of God. And to perceive it that way through the heart in mind of uh, vision and and listening to the holy spirits interpretation when I get disturbed when I look upon things that I used to think was real I used to think was real because I used to think I was a body and I used to be afraid because I all I could see was like Sandra shared you know the the cruelty and the, the and the um, crime and the exploitation and um, the hurtful and the harmfulness, how people hurt themselves and, and how they hurt others and all this hurt going on and the way the courts talks about the insanity of it and either the world is insane or God is. And I'm so glad for this exercise today because uh, I too believe in coming together as one and Fortifying the truth of these ideas in our minds, expressing and standing in the truth as high as I can understand it, and hold fast, steadfast to the what, what I know is the truth in me, and practicing, practicing, practicing every single day, in every awareness of every thought that I, that I'm aware of. You know, I'm not all, always all there, but um, certainly in times of challenge and trouble. Um, I'm, I'm stilled because I'm frightened and I go to the Holy Spirit to go to my Christ consciousness and say, help me, please, because this is insane what's going on here. And, um, you know, the happy dream and the crazy dream are one and the same dream. And to recognize that, that the world does not exist as we see it through the eyes Physicalize the body, seeing ourselves as being physical is an illusion in and of itself, is huge. But to be able to understand that I am purely spirit in a state of grace, state of perfect protection, all the time, forevermore, can't change it, can't lose it, can't hurt it, it's perfect always will be perfect. And there's absolutely nothing that can touch it or hurt it. And the, um, I, love, I love, too, the way um, this lesson makes clear that I think that I made myself, my ego, identification, a misappraisal of myself as a body. I think I made this. And that I didn't make the world, that I came to it, and the world is making me, is the same mistake. That I am not a victim of the world. The perpetrator is my own mind by taking on these false beliefs. I'm not a body. I'm not an ego. But this is a complete reversal and upside-down, backwards, of the world's thinking. So, ergo, you know, that's a lot. That's a big, huge... (laughs) mountain of magnificent freedom coming from our Creator if we're really to stand in the truth of who we are. And it gives me goosebumps when I say it out loud because I know in my every holy instant that I practice it, I do get peace and I do find joy and I do find release. Release from pointing fingers, release from blame and shaming and guilt, And the holy, absolutely holy peace that comes with encompassing a totally forgiven world. i got the whole world in my hands. Complete forgiveness. Complete, 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 complete. I can't do it. Christ can. I think I'll let him. (laughs) Joy to you all, my friends. Good to be here today. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
3: I, I While you were talking, I just had the picture of Jesus when the soldiers came to get him. And one of the disciples cut
0: off one of their ears and Jesus reached out and healed it. And I don't know. That's love.
4: Thank you, Robin Marie.
0: And thank you, Judy.
6: This, this is Reverend Richard Joy, and I. I uh, <clears throat> when I was reading, let me see. Um, <clears throat> let me look down. Uh, um, I, I mean, I could I could barely keep from crying. <laughs> um, it was so beautiful, and I remember when I was preparing. Grabbing a quote for the lesson, <coughs> for the um, not the lesson for the um, mailing, and when I grabbed the quote, and when I heard the, and saw the quote, "God would reunite you with yourself and did not abandon you in your seeming distress," that really hit me, really right, right to my heart. And I guess it hit me because I probably have the thought that I, I am abandoned. And yeah, you know, when I think, when I'm coming from my limited uh, thought system, all kinds of things come up, (laughs) erroneous beliefs. Uh, Now, you know, God would reunite you with yourself. Uh, And it's everything, that identity, uh, my identity, our identity is everything because we look out from who we think we are and you know project it outward, if we are the Christ, that's what we'll project out, and we'll see the Christ in everyone. the same light burning. you know I have a picture of these tulips um, and I use it often it's um these tulips, and they' they have lights in them. <laughs> it's just a field of these like they look like like see-through glass tulips, <laughs> that's probably what they are, but it's uh, so you know, and that's what i. That's what we can see. We can see the light in everyone. We can see the light in this world. And, you know, so, you know, we, the all that is, our source, reunites us with ourselves. You know, I think that's what I see this course doing. It's, it's reuniting us with ourselves. And then all is well, because that's reality. And then I look out on a world redeemed. I love that sentence. I look out on a world redeemed so I'm, I'm just grateful to join all of you today and, and remembering who we are, and then sharing that, sharing that knowledge, sharing that love, making it real, because that's the only real. That's the only thing that is real is that love that we share. Thank you. I'm complete.: Thank you.
0: Thank you, Reverend Rita. Thank you, Reverend Rita. Thank you, Reverend Rita. hi guys this is Lori, and um, I love the shares this morning and I sure love this reading especially uh, the way it lined up today with what the lesson offers and and I couldn't help but um, think back to those first 20 lessons uh, that emphasized basically I've given all I see all the meaning that it has for me given everything I see all the meaning that it has for me In this lesson I wish the world from all I thought it was Saw a little cartoon this morning uh, a meme I suppose you would say And it showed the picture of a brain uh, with a tangled ball of yarn in the middle of it, and a thread going in and a thread going out. And the meme said, Don't believe everything you think. (laughs) Don't believe everything you think. So if I lose the world from all I thought it was, and remember that this lesson is a culmination of lessons that started at lesson 128 the world i see is nothing that i want beyond this world there is a world i want it is impossible to see two worlds no one can fail who asks to reach the truth and finally i lose the world from all i thought it was Um, what's emphasized for me is that I've got a problem with seeing and I have a problem with thinking and those two ideas add up to the fact that I believe in illusions because I thought they were true I thought but if I ask truth to correct all errors in my mind I will be able to lose the world from all I thought it was and don't you just love how it says in this reading today, a, "a voice, a voice will, a voice will answer every question that you have, and a vision will correct everything you see." A voice will answer, a vision will correct. So I'm led to the logical conclusion. That what I see has been a mistake as a consequence of my mistaken thoughts you see my mistaken thoughts have made a world that I think I see thinking comes first Thinking comes before everything. And that's why he says everything is an idea in the mind of God, and ideas leave not their source. I need a correction of my thinking, which is basically what he says in paragraph 84 Only perception, a consequence of thought, is capable of error. Only perception, a consequence of my mistaken thoughts. Is capable of error the atonement is the way back to what was never lost and, and for me the great good news uh, is that I will recognize truth when I come upon it in my experience and my experience my experience has a direct relationship to how open-minded I am I'm reminded that um, when I started to do these lessons in earnest, I mean, seriously in earnest, examining my mind, um, I was told just two things. Soften. Well, a person who wishes to control the world is anything but soft, right? Soften and attend to me. And those two things together. Uh, describe what it's like when truth corrects all errors in my mind I realized I was closed-minded I defended all my thoughts because I thought they were true my thoughts my separate thoughts the great great wonderful thing is that uh, a voice will answer every question I ask. If I'm believing my thoughts I'm certainly not asking questions right and ego questions are uh, as you say Judy propaganda for itself Um, ego asks questions to um, only receive affirmation of what it thinks but a real question real question asks for truth because that's what I want I'm open-minded enough that Oh, I can be corrected a voice will answer and as a consequence of answer a vision a vision will be given me to correct what I see those two things a voice will answer and a vision will correct um, lead me to an experience of truth and what is that it's a direct resonance a direct experience, an unmediated with words experience of what God would have me see and know. And that can come to me only as a consequence of open-mindedness. In the characteristics of God's teachers, um, starting with trust, as my trust grows, I find that I become more open-minded because I've had more direct experiences. Of what is truth. And these direct experiences um, are for every mind. Every mind um, is one mind. And I'm reminded of Meister Eckhart again. What can God give except experience of himself? Experience of himself is reality. Experience of myself. Is reality and then you know he gives us a lot of uh, touchstones throughout this work to help me direct my thoughts touchstones like what did God create but you my question is what is you what is me what is creation a voice will answer if I'm open-minded I remember um that first year I started to do these lessons seriously with an open mind uh and somewhere in those first twenty five lessons, there's the notion that no one ever asks reality what it is. We're in the business of telling reality what it is on the basis of what we think we see and and in that lesson, he said. The mind can be enlightened, even by a table, because a table shares the purpose of the universe. So the question becomes, what is the purpose of the universe? What is a table? And that year, uh, I was looking at a tree, and I asked in earnest, what are you? And the tree answered in my mind, I'm the joy of God being. And, you know, for a long time after that, I thought, wow, which tree was it? (laughs) Which tree told me that? And it took um, a number of years doing the lessons to realize if the tree, that tree, is the joy of God being, then what in creation is not the joy of God being? Willing creation is not the joy of God being. Am I the joy of God being? Are you the joy of God being? The phrase God's being appears in this reading today.
1: No <coughs> <coughs> people... lauri I perhaps it's me, but I can't it' me, but I can't hear you
0: yeah, I can't hear either yeah.
1: well, <coughs> let me step in just for a second, okay. one thing I see where what boy just pointed to, the line that says, you who share God's being with him could never be content without reality. And I think it works either way. Content or content. We are held, that we are the content of God's mind in his memory. You know, all he really asks is that we Remember him, and uh the world as the repository of our fear is just what we see instead <clears throat> and uh <laughs> yeah, so to see the real world there is the the step of recognizing our true self, meaning. Where what our being is and where it resides. Anyway, I'm complete.
0: I heard part of part of that, Lemoyne, and that was really great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My Bluetooth failed uh, for a minute, and so um, I had to hang up. But I'm so grateful you picked it up for me. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks both of you.
5: Yes. Thank you both.
4: Yes, thank you. Really juicy stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, no, you guys are great. Yeah, what I wanted to um what I really wanted to get to is that um we have no difficulty believing in a collective unconscious, all the unconscious material that contains all the thoughts the ego ever held floating around you know psychologists have pointed to it for years that we pick up these ideas from the collective unconscious but in this reading he says what stands between your awareness and awareness of truth the thing is that nothing stands there except for my mistaken thoughts Nothing stands between my awareness and awareness of truth except for mistaken thoughts. And mistaken thoughts always lead to fear. They always do because they are the belief that reality is something other than what I am and reality is something other than what the world is. The Atonement, he says, way back in Chapter 2, when you have... This unease, this feeling that uh, God wills something different than you do, or you want to behave differently, or this sense of dichotomy that that seems to live inside the mind. There's a split there. When you have that sense, fear is always the consequence. And he says, I can't take your fear from you, but you can relinquish it. So know first that this is fear. The correction for fear is perfect love. Yet, if there is fear, there's not perfect love. And the correction for lack of love is the Atonement, restoring everything to my awareness. And my awareness is truth. My true awareness is truth. My true awareness includes everything. The self, capital S self, is everything and it is love that's why he says teach love for that is what you are it's love that holds everything together he says there's a cosmic Christ this capital self that God created and nothing needs stand between my awareness of that truth except for my mistaken thoughts But the great good news is a voice will answer every question that you have, and a vision will correct everything you don't understand or see incorrectly. And together, the voice and the vision will lead you to a direct experience of truth that you cannot deny. And the consequence of that direct experience is certainty, certainty that this world and this capital self are the sum total of everything God created and within that mind that one mind there is no separation and when release of my mistaken thoughts leads me to that awareness there's nothing nothing that can separate me Even the Bible said nothing can separate you from the love of God, not powers or principalities nor anything ever God created can separate you from the love of God, because that's what you are. This is self. And even in my darkest hours, those 11 lost years, I remember over and over and over thinking nothing can separate me from capital self. That's good news. That's great news. That's the news of the resurrection. That's what all of the gospel, what is gospel but good news, that's what it's all about. This world, this world of condemnation, it's just so, um, it's so not real. Um, you know, there's, there's a, big belief in the world right now I'm talking collective unconscious there's a big belief in the world right now that the world will end in condemnation because it's not the world God created. It'll end in, con- in condemnation and war because it stands condemned in God's eyes. that is not true. And when I stand in the truth and let my awareness land in the truth, there's a light is a light exactly like he says in Review Lesson 59. God is the light in which I see. God is the strength in which I trust. God goes with me wherever I go. I am eternally protected as a child of God. And when I stand in that truth, I'm invulnerable. I'm absolutely invulnerable because I'm certain of it. And that certainty is a light. And that light creates a resonance. So while this world believes in a collective unconscious, we can, we can hold the light in exactly, in fact, in much better power than the collective unconscious. These are the ripples that we create through the one mind. That's why I'm never healed alone. That's why no miracle is ever just for myself, because capitalist self is so much bigger. And every time we allow our minds to be corrected, we contribute to that truth. And all we have to do is get to 51%. <laughs> I like to think if we can just get to 51%, that light will overtake. And this world will not end in condemnation, it'll end in truth. He says, How will this world end? It'll end in joy because it's a place of sorrow. It'll end in peace because it was a place of war. It'll end in laughter because it was a place of tears. And every time I stand in the truth and allow blessing to permeate my mind, it goes out and it shines. And that's why we're called light workers. I'm complete.
6: Thank you, Laurie. Thanks for finishing oh, up. Thank the <laughs> Thank you.
0: Oh, joy.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
2: This is Donna. I've been seen in the course where Jesus refers to this world, and since Laurie went there <clears throat> and uh, so compared compared to this world. the Course is also revealing to me the real world. And as I was contemplating uh, this world and and also, in essence, the idea of the collective consciousness of this world and what that collective consciousness, and indeed, 51% will change that, I'm pretty sure, too, Uh, the collective consciousness of this world manifests and what first what is this world and this world is actually a dream and the illusion of the sleeping quote-unquote Sun so this world and its collective consciousness seems to make sickness and war and violent weather and violent violent human beings attacking one another so when we look out on any of this um, seemingly uh, insanely horrendous uh, seemingly present world of now it's just this world and we have been told over and over again that this world is nothing. This world does not exist. This world isn't even insane. It's nothing. It's nothing. Now, how do we know that? We know that because we're being told, of course, it's nothing. So uh, this. And yet the real world is also right there, and it is that now I'm trying to let be revealed to me, uh, because this 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 collective dreaming uh, consciousness that has no reality seems to be so powerful; it it can have me be hypnotized with eyes that in truth can't even see what is and yet uh, these eyes that really humanly can't even see are seeing this world rather than the real world so um, so that's how I spend my (laughs) reflection time Just by trying to let this sleeping world that I seem to be still walking in just be undone by reminding myself there is the real world. That the holy spirit is just trying to with all due diligence and he will be successful that's the only thing i hold on to (laughs) because it seems impossible to this little human uh individual in this dream but he has promised jesus has promised god has already created the real world that we step into with this love and this forgiveness and this atonement a quality of consciousness where we choose over and over again to, to uh, not agree with this world and agree with the real world. So I'm grateful for what I listened to today. I am complete.
0: Oh, thank you, Donna. This is how I spend my days. I love that. Thank you, Donna.
6: Thank you, Donna.
0: I'm so grateful for the cheers today. Oh, go ahead, Judy.
4: That um, the wanting to see the real world, the real world where only loving
0: thoughts are true and the perception of the Holy Spirit, the pure perception of the Holy Spirit, who can only see that loving thoughts are true or that everything else is merely a call for love is what I heard Karen say. So um, thank you for your share and complete. Oh, thank you, Judy. I'm so glad you could be here today. With us. Me too. Super juicy call. Love and at large. Thank you. This is Laurie again, and um, I think what he wants me to to understand from this section, um, reminded of uh, how he uses the word reality. And uh, early on, he told Helen and Bill, your egos are trying to convince you that they are real and I am not. For if I am real, I am no more real than you are. And that knowledge, I assure you that is knowledge. I assure you that is knowledge. Real is knowledge. Everything between perception and knowledge can give way to reality. He said, um, well, here's the thing that I tried to understand for, for years after that holy instant was when I came back to awareness of my being, I heard the parting phrase, everything you thought was a consequence of your belief in opposites. Everything you thought Was a consequence in your belief in opposites. That statement is revealed in its totality in the first paragraph. Love is drawn to itself. Offer love and it will come to you. Love is what holds everything together. In the thought system of truth, there's only one thing going on, and that's love. Everything between my awareness of reality and truth is something I put there When I let those layers be peeled off and they are peeled off as a consequence of doing the lessons honestly um, I'm unlearning I'm unlearning everything I put between my awareness and truth and so when he says reality is safe and sure and holy kind to everyone And everything. He means there is no greater love than to accept this and be glad, for love gives you everything. Love gives you everything. You've never tried to solve anything by yourself and succeeded. You've never given anything to the Holy Spirit and had it unsolved. Isn't it time you brought those two things together? Would I let those layers be peeled off as a consequence of asking for an answer and accepting the vision, which is a consequence of the correction of my my mind's errors, all over and over and over, be led to direct experiences of love in this setting in that setting, it's just? It doesn't matter. Love becomes the only reality. And all I need to do is soften up, keep an open mind, and ask questions and listen. When we come out of review of these these lessons one twenty to one forty, we'll have a review for ten lessons and then we come to lesson one hundred and fifty one, which is all things are echoes of the voice for God all I need to do is listen with an open mind and one day it'll dawn on me that I am reality and I am as real as Christ is and everything I put between that awareness and the truth was just a mistake we're on a great adventure of unlearning, and everything we unlearn is for the benefit of the sonship that's what it means to be a light worker um, so, anyway, there's only one place, I think, um, to really put a highlight on this call reality and redemption. And I loose the world from all I thought I was. Only in one place does he say something so profound and straightforward and unequivocal as sit down sit down can I sit down the world will end in joy because it's a place of sorrow When joy has come the purpose of the world is gone the world will end in peace because it's a place of war when peace has come what is the purpose of the world the world will end in laughter because it's a place of tears where is laughter where there is laughter, who can weep? And only complete forgiveness brings all this to bless the world. In blessing, it departs, for it will not end as it began. To turn hell into heaven is the function of God's teachers. For what they teach are lessons in which heaven is reflected. And now, sit down in true humility and realize that all God would have you do, you can do. Don't be arrogant and say you can't learn this. His word says otherwise, his will be done. It cannot be otherwise, and be you thankful. It is so I wish the world from all I thought it was and reality will be restored to me. Amen. Thank you, everybody. This has just been a really great call today. I've really enjoyed every bit of it. The more More we join in the more light there is.